and we are live. Hey, hello. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. How was your weekend? I had an absolute ball, girl. We kicked it. We had a great time. It was, it was dope. Um, Carlin and I went to the mountains this weekend, and just uh, like a little couples getaway. Um, So we were joined by another couple and a friend. Oh, yeah, girl. Um, He's a chef, and he's a celebrity chef. So. Um, he's cooked. Oh, for... wait a minute. I know all that now. Hold on. This I'm hearing about it. Okay. Yes. So we went and um we rented a cabin out and mm-hmm. um we went for a few drives in the mountains. It was really, oh. really dope. Yeah, girl. It was dope. They are dope people, really dope people. So oh cool. Child, I know none of that. Mm, mm, girl, mm. um, he made some lobster risotto and some mm-hmm. grilled shrimp and did a creme brulee at the for dessert. Girl, I was like, It yes. sounds divine. Oh, that sounds like the perfect weekend. Yes, like. and then Carlin grilled some steaks um the next day. So it was just I already know how bro curling do with them grilled steaks. Don't even tell me about them. Like I, I, I really don't want ser- real talk. Why was I thinking about them steaks? Um, like two or three days ago. Um, it was like the last time. It was whatever the last day we talked. I think that was like Friday or Saturday when I talked to you and we were talking about birthday stuff. And I was like, oh, like doing something and having curling grilled steaks would be. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he really steaks. came up with some stuff, stuff then. He really did. Maybe. Really I, like, he got something there because them steaks is on point. Do you hear me? I'm Girl. like, we could get a couple tomahawks going head over Girl. there. Oh. Them steaks is something serious. Seriously. Oh, wag you, you know what I mean? Girl, look, they so fire. Like, I mean, perfection. Like, perfect. Anyways, I ain't gonna talk about them snakes because they're gonna make me hungry. But um girl, my week pales in comparison to yours. Um, I'm trying to think what did I do? Um, I did get out, I did a little shopping. Um, uh, I went to IKEA. I needed like some new um like organizing see. baskets and stuff like that. So I went to IKEA, uh, I went to Atlantic Station, uh, I got out and did bit of shopping as always you, wait favorite. a minute you t- girl you know shopping is right up my alley child. I, listen listen I'm I'm always always gonna, a cloth. listen i'm always gonna find a way to spend some money i needed i needed a new desk chair so i went to ikea looking for that and then just you know like they have like a lot of storage containers so i did do that and then just okay. bounced over to atlantic station so that you was got my your week. christmas decorations up yet I do not. I've been thinking like, okay, when am I going to do that? Because I have two Christmas trees and I have one that I have no decor for. And I was thinking about doing it red, black, and green. But I was Ooh. like, I ain't going to do that. <laughs> the RBG no, color. why wouldn't you do that? That would be kind of I just want to, I think I'm going to do like black and it white. It would be kind of contradictory, but. 
Listen, <laughs> but listen, power to the people though. Uh, <laughs> but I you think know what? Um, now I want to go to Pinterest and see who did. Listen, <laughs> I had some ideas like red at the top, black in the middle, green at the. But I think I'm gonna just do it black and white, and it's gonna be here in um like my office space. Like this is like a multi-purpose room. I call it my bonus room. So it'll be in this room, probably behind me somewhere. So I need to start going out and getting decorations for that room. I haven't even started and I'm probably going to have guests over for Thanksgiving. So I want to have my decor up. Now, previously, I um, was very modest with decor because my husband does not celebrate Christmas like that. Like, child, he celebrates Kwanzaa. So I had one tree and my tree was very modest, skinny tree in the corner. And so I now have two trees and he didn't he kind of felt some type of way about it like okay so if my husband was not like anti-christmas i would probably go all out because i like christmas not for the for the reason of like you know i have children like i grew up you know my Uh i had kids so i always celebrated christmas and um as a result i would go all out so when i came home with the secretary he kind of felt some type of way and i'm like it's gonna be in the multi-purpose room you don't even go up there but he didn't really wasn't really feeling it but i got it and so you know it is what it is um curlin tries to uh have a lot of input on like the decor and stuff oh okay so he he wanna he want his he wanna give his input on how y'all decorate for Christmas. Not necessarily just... that, but like with our um living room, mm-hmm. um it was like I'm I'm now I'm like I, I I'm gonna put some more stuff on my walls and really bring mm-hmm. out the room. And he's like, No, I think it looks good now. I think it looks perfect now. And I'm That's like the woman's job to make the space like let me tell you something. More of a I'm gonna tell you. Listen, I absolutely love your house and I can't wait to see like once you put the finishing touches on. I like like I like the foundation, you know, like the the furniture pieces and stuff. So I can't wait to see how you pull it all together. Yeah. But the best compliment that I ever received was from my husband when like he like one day just randomly was like looking around our house and he was like, I love the way you've made our house a home. Like our house. I love that. Yes. Yes, Like that is the best compliment. That is that's peak. It's like an eclectic mix. It's like Afrocentric mixed with Bohemian. Like that's how I would kind of I would describe our home. But he loves it. And I was like, that's a compliment. Because it was just so random. So Mm -hmm. tell Bro Carlin let you do your thing. But y'all house is like kind of I can see like those like elegant, like glam you know what i mean like coming together maybe i want it comfy chic you know what i'm saying like um so you come in you feel like oh okay like smells good you feel good when you come in it's a good vibe but i want you to not feel like i want you to feel like you know you didn't came somewhere and you're able to enjoy yourself um, it's not super duper glamorous, but you know, I wanted it to be a little chic. You know what I'm saying? I think I see the glam more in like your office, but like, you know, y'all have very good like statement pieces throughout the home. So you could do yeah. either way, child. But yes, yeah, so that was our weekends. But I got a little tea, child. Oh, what's, a little what's bit going on, child? Listen, I don't even know where to start. Okay, let me start with this one. I want to know your thoughts on this one. Okay, so do you know who Piper Lewis is? No, who is that? 
So Piper Lewis was the teenager who um, killed her sex trafficker uh, in okay. Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah. And um, she was she essentially got off. <sighs> She like they the court gave her some sort of like she have to pay had to pay two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in restitution, but she had no jail time as long as she stay out of trouble till she's twenty five. Mm -hmm. And a report came out that she escaped from the women's correction facility that she was assigned to. I think she was assigned to it until she's like twenty one or something, which you know I let, i'm gonna get i ain't even gonna say nothing i'm gonna get your thoughts first so i'm reading the comments and they said she cut off her ankle monitor at like 6 30 on friday i'm sorry this is killing me and she just walked away from the facility and um so the comments was like i hope she runs into a harriet tubman that helps her like piper lewis who we don't know no piper lewis like sis you know i hope she is you know, finds a way to a country that will never extradite her and da 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 da. And it was like just all in support of her. So um, that was like a lot. I mean, like all the com comments were just like, she shouldn't have never been there in the first place, da 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 da. So I want to know what your thoughts are about it before I give my take. Um, I, I, I don't think that the justice, justice system always works. And mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, girl. Uh, um, yeah, she do what you do. If okay. I see her, I might drop some money on the ground and act like I ain't. I don't know who she is. Piper Lewis, who? <laughs> and keep it right on moving. Um, people talk about justice for victims, but when you go through something as traumatic as that, most people cannot relate. Most people don't understand the traumas that you go through. Then mm -hmm. when the person is alive and you realize like all the torture and shit that you've actually had to endure being in that situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I really feel like some, some type of way. And the fact that she did what she had to do, you know, pe people just, I, sometimes I feel like you have to do what you have to do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of people, oh, my God, the justice system, the justice system. When it comes down to my my family, especially my children. Mm -mm. If it came down to me, mm -mm. Mm -mm. not if I survive it, um, because you took something away from me, you stole something from me. Um, you hurt me to a way that I probably would never heal from. And yeah, that's where I'm at with it. What about you? Well. Um, I have uh, an opinion that's probably not going to be popular with the sisters because um, so this is my take on it. I read the story. I read several articles on the story. They pretty much all relayed the facts in somewhat of the same fashion. Um, mm -hmm. From my understanding, she killed a John, but went back to the guy who was PIMPing right. her. And it was very similar to Centoya. Um, and mm -hmm. it appeared as though um, this was not her first time dealing with the guy. The guy who was PIMPing her traded her for some weed. And she went back to him, didn't try to harm him. She didn't call the police. She didn't. And so, of course, I, we're on the outside looking in. I'm Monday morning quarterbacking. Any, you know, I wasn't there. However, yeah. It doesn't seem so cut and dry. I don't know what it's like to be pimped out. 
Uh, I don't know what it's like to be forced into prostitution or anything like that, but um, the story does not seem cut and dry to me. Nonetheless, because, you know, she was a minor and she was a child and, you know, she shouldn't have been in that situation. It's completely unfortunate. I felt like this was a second chance for her. And so I felt like the appropriate thing to do would just be like, you know, sis, keep your nose clean. And in addition, um, there were a lot of resources that were being put in place to help her, to aid her. They were yeah. not throwing her to the wolves. And this was a unique situation in that they had therapy, like they had a lot of stuff lined up for her, helping her get housing, helping her um, like uh, re-enroll in school in an educational program, career program. Like they like actually had a lot of resources that they put in place for her, which was very unique for the court system. Like, okay. like people were, so many people were advocating for her. Like she had like a um, ad guardian, guardian ad litem and people that were advocating for her that put these special things things in place to ensure that, you know, she, it, she could be successful. And that's not to say that things weren't happening at that place that maybe right. what was like, okay, yeah, maybe she, who knows what warranted her doing this, but you know, it seemed as though like they were giving her a second chance and like not only giving her a second chance, they were like trying to set her up for success. Right. So, you know, with just knowing that information, it's like, you know, without knowing all the details, like, oh, wow, sis, like, you know, take this opportunity and try to make something of yourself. So, I mean, I understand both sides and that's kind of where I struggle. But um, on the flip side, I'm kind of like, dang, like if they catch her being that she violated it's possible she might have to go serve some time. Yeah, she probably will. She yeah. probably will. Um, hopefully she didn't, you know, I, child. <laughs> I'm just saying. Somebody going to get caught saying. up on some aid in a bed and child. Glad I, me. Listen, I just found that very interesting. So I, I, I just look at it. And like I said, when it comes down to victims, people don't, if you've never been through that, then it's hard to look at it from a, a, the standpoint of a victim because yeah. you 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 don't know and it's as something as traumatic as being pimped out and being told to sleep with whoever or you getting your ass beat and this that and a third yeah like i get it <sighs> I, get it. I agree. I agree. It's just, it's just awful. You know, either way, it's just very awful. It is. So I just found that to be interesting. And I was like, ooh, 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 ooh. What um, else you got, aside, girl? Aside from that, I wanted to know, child, I got to ask, what are your thoughts on everything that's happening with Kyrie Irving? We are seeing what's I mean, we saw what happened with Yay, and a lot of people are like, Yay asked for that. I ain't got nothing to do with it. He deserved the smoke. In addition, he was anti-black and all the things, and he, you know, kind of berated black folks and ostracized himself from the black community years ago. But as it relates to Kyrie, he is now the most recent victim. Well, I don't, the, the most recent Yeah, you can call it a be, victim. You can listen, call it a victim. To be undergoing the ostracization and the backlash from, um, you know, um, 
media, from from the choose. You know, corporate, from the choose and all. And I wanted to know what your thoughts are about what's playing out in relation to him from sharing a link that is said to be from um, a video slash that direct derived from a movie that is said to have some anti-Semitic messaging in it. I think that people get ridiculous with the shit that they want to um, hold people to account for. Um, like, I think they're getting absolutely ridiculous. But this is what a power structure looks like. These people own the majority of media. They own a lot of companies. And when you look at their power structure... You know, when you uh, hear people talk about the Jews or you hear Jews talking about themselves, so they encourage their kids to be doctors and lawyers and doctors and lawyers and mm -hmm. to be somewhere affluent. Then the fact that they have their own communities and they actually stick together. Um, the fact that they came out with a freaking grocery list of tasks that he right. needed to complete, mm -hmm. it was like suck our or or else kiss the ring kiss the bow ring down nigga baby bow down Wait. and i'm like i pray to god mm -hmm. that he goes on and retire and let let them have it because when things have been said about black people from even their community nobody mm -hmm. has a word to say about it you just they throw out a weak ass apology and everybody moves the fuck on half ass listen wow. let me say something baby like this is this we, we're seeing a public lynching like that we is are. what we're seeing yeah. i feel like it is what they're doing is not justified he no. shared a link he apologized for sharing the link he said that he you know, um, was not fully aware of what was contained within the video. Um, he apologized. That was not enough because no. he would not do it in the way in which they insisted because he said, how can I be anti-Semitic when I know where, where I come from? When I, you know, I know like literally this is that um, they, we're literally watching him be get lashing, get lashed, yeah. get you know, a public whipping, um, yeah. lose endorsements. We've seen far worse. We've seen men who men who have literally beat women, who have DV, who have, you know, we've seen women be choked out. We've seen all like literally Listen, stole from the poorest from, state in the nation and did not receive this, did not receive this. I'm going to no. tell you something. We barely heard about what Brett Favre did yes. from uh, the media at large. Like, I Excellent. saw black media, small media uh, publications yep. talking about it, but you didn't see like the greater media talking about what Brett Favre did at all. And I just think this is them trying to humble him. And um, yeah. they're trying, they're like, we're going to humble you by any means necessary. This is very much that, you know, slave master trying to teach a ninja a lesson. Yeah. And we're watching Absolutely. it play out in real time. But I'm going to tell you something. What pisses me off more than anything is the way that black men and black people are like, yeah, he was wrong. I mean, LeBron, Shaq, you know, I, I, I'm not like. What, what, what are the shit doing? is disgusting. 
Um, when we talk about having big power structures, if all the NBA players in the world walked out, um, but they you know, own seventy percent of the NBA. Like, I mean, literally, if they just boycotted, like, how you saying Black Lives Matter, but you won't stand with your brethren for no. literally sharing a link? Oh, his life, his voice doesn't matter. I mean, come no. on. I feel like it's unfair. It is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Baby. Girl, to so look like... at the Black men and for them to be in opposition of him rather than just shutting the F up. Yeah. And leaving it alone. No, I would you... rather say no comment. I would rather I would say no comment rather than yep. um rather than add to the the lynching uh, or the scolding yeah. of it. Yeah. Absolutely. But you, you ain't know gonna what? Have it just it. shows how niggas can be bought. You mm -hmm. wave all these trinkets and shit. Nobody's willing to give up their um life and you know, like I said, I would rather it be a no comment than to add to it, but it just shows but you know you... what they're gonna do if you say no comment, they're gonna be like, Oh, so you're in support of it. You know what I mean? They so of scared of losing an endorsement, you know, being but being affiliated you know, with my answer would be I, I chose not to make a comment because I don't want to speak publicly on this situation. Um doesn't have anything to do with me mm -hmm. um you know i hope all, all all parties involved you know resolve their issues um mm -hmm. but you don't get to manipulate me like that so absolutely that's, where, that's what my answer would be you can't <sighs> manipulate me because i'm choosing not to answer something but to Girl. speak out against it, it it was the same thing with kaepernick um you know <laughs> baby it was it was um, kaepernick yeah, I, I'm 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 just baffled. I'm at a loss for words, child. I'm at a loss for words. I just had to get your thoughts on that. I have one last thing that I have uh -oh. to bring. <laughs> one last thing. So, um, I saw that it was Diddy's 53rd birthday over the weekend, and him and Young Miami were doing all the PDA. He was like, "Don't nobody love me like sis." Um, you know, he was showing her all type of affection and doing all the things and, you know, acknowledging her and, you know, she was eating it up and the girls were saying F Sierra's prayer that they want Carisha's prayer. And I wanted to know what your thoughts are on that. You know, who needs a Sierra's prayer for a Russell Wilson, a upstanding family man, working hard for his family, stepping in and stepping up to be a stepfather and loving on his wife and, you know, supporting her dreams and all the things when you can have a Diddy and be one of Diddy's harem and, you know, show up to one party and he'll have his other woman show up to the next party. He could string you alone as 12 years a slave and never officially publicly come out as your man and all the things like who 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 would want um sierra's prayer when they can have carisha's what, what do you think um i think women are totally freaking retarded um i wanted to bring up about being in situationships and how they actually devalue you in the end and mm. so you will have women that participate in situationships. Now, Carisha's situation is totally different um, from the majority of women that go through situationships or a professional side piece, because mm -hmm. that's what it is. Um, a man is in your face telling you, I am going to F other women. You could choose to be right here. You're going to have all the benefit of, you know, you'll be able to uh, splurge. I'm going to spend some money on you, yada, yada, yada. But 
when you are really, really going through the stuff that you go through as a woman, you go through and you're, you're going through your depression, you have the holidays and people will be <laughs> like, oh, I can spend the holidays with my friend, but you the lonely bitch showing up. Um, you loud, you extra, you trying to get attention, you trying to do whatever. It, it's, it's so demeaning. Um, and then when you are laid up with somebody and it depends, let me keep it a buck. Mm -hmm. If you are allowing a person to do things inside of you, when you have sex, that tightens a bond. And then when you can be more bonded, and then when a guy gets ready to walk away, he's on to the next conference to conquer the next thing you could have sex with somebody else but you continuously having sex after a different partner after different partner you don't necessarily feel good about that because you in turn if you having that much sex baby somewhere you want some love down the line you want to be cuddled you want to be killed, you want to be thought about you want somebody to dote on you you want somebody to really care for you and you want to feel cared for so mm -hmm. um like I said, her situation is totally different from the majority, but mm -hmm. at the same token, um, <laughs> at some point a bad bitch won't love too. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> listen, I'm not even mad at Carisha either because it seems no. like it's beneficial on both sides. She has one of the top podcasts. He seems to be helping her to, you know, elevate in, in different ways beyond, you know, just being a city girl. She now has her eyes set on being the first black Oprah. Um, you know, he has her, um, you know, she's also being shown in a different light. And I think that he is making her, um, he's show, him showing her in a different light, actually open up to a different audience outside of the city girls. Um, yeah. because to be completely honest, I actually pay more attention to her now that she's coupled with Diddy than I ever okay. did her music. Like off the top of my head, I can't think of a city girl song because okay. I don't listen to their music, but I know more about her because she's tied to Diddy. Um, so, you know, there's that. And so I think it's a mutually beneficial situationship. She has a couple different kids by a couple, couple different men. Yes. Um, you know, she may not be all that marketable herself either. Um, she seems to be having fun and taking it for what it is. Um, you know, she seems to understand what their situationship is, but I think that people need to be careful of envying what another person has in oh, the thanks. first place. But I think also that people saying they want Carisha's prayer is indicative of the times that we're in. People want that city girl lifestyle. All I want is a sugar daddy, somebody that's going to spoil me, take me on vacations and we can have sex on the beach and, you know, buy me nice bags. And it's indicative of the times that we live in. Yeah, but I, I, I like I said, most people don't really give the other side of that. You're You're having fun. Yeah, mm -hmm. you 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 can have fun and that fun lasts for a day or night, a good weekend or whatever, and then you're back to your regular life. And yeah. you know, like when women say, Oh, you know, I could do this and I don't mind, da 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 da. Nah, it, I think something inherently says that you don't want different men up inside just for the sake of doing it. Mm -hmm. And I think you kind of de depreciate your own value when you participate in it, because if you're participating in a situationship, as much as you tell yourself that you cool with it, you 
are still being rejected to a certain degree because somebody is literally telling you you are good enough to f but you're not good enough to keep and i think most women want to be kept at some sense in some sense i agree i agree with that um okay well um you ready to get off into the topic i'm kind of of excited to talk about this a little bit and i don't know why so women age 18 to 25 should not get married and here's why um what why do we choose to talk about this actual topic can can you give us some insight as to why um so you know we talked about uh the pearly situation and you know there was an instance in obsidian's video where i actually um what i'm not gonna say that i misspoke but this is the scenario um i was coming up there to ask pearly the questions that i wanted to ask and obsidian was uh running interference in that situation for pearly and so what obsidian was asking me was um girls being under 18 and pursuing um no not pursuing a relationship grooming that's what it was he was asking me you know do men in the manosphere uh are they for grooming? And I'm like, yeah, they are. And that was totally incorrect. I was focused on the 18 to 24 year old age group, which men in the mental spirit says that women are at their prime. That was, uh, and when people were like, no, that's what you said. I was like, no, I didn't say that. I didn't say that that wasn't my focus. But when I went back to listen to it, Obsidian specifically asked me about girls below 18. And I'm thinking like uh, when she outlined in her video initially, um, she was a 14 to 19. And then she said she was 15 um, at a certain point to to 19. But I noticed that people kind of lowered the age or kept the age at 14 and making it seem like guys here want to deal with uh, women that young. And I don't think that's true at all. you know, it's an interesting space, but, uh, and don't get me wrong. I think there are some perverts everywhere, but I don't think the majority of the space is like that, but it did lead us to our topic. Um, when discussing young women getting married and being in that age group, one of the spaces talking points is the 18 to 24 year old, um, woman being in her prime. And that was what I was referring to was the 18 to 25 year old, um, you know, when you kind of be focused on, I'm, I'm going to get this B. Not to say that that's how I was. Well, maybe I was. Who cares? Um, <laughs> but when I went up there and he was asking me about that, I was really focused on my target. And that's what it was. So. Well, thank you for. Um, <laughs> no, B, it's not to be petty because Obsidian gaslit me. This isn't a petty topic. We derived at this topic from that conversation but it's nothing to be petty at all you know i just outlined what i wanted to outline you know what i mean yeah and i think that we you know in talking about that we uh, both agreed that this was a topic that would be good to explore um 
we have both been 18 to 25 year old young mm. women at a point in time. Um, I also have daughters who fall within that age range. And we've also seen young women that are close to us go through that age range. So we may you know, be, know a thing or two and be able to attest to, um, you know, whether or not, or give our perspectives on whether or not we think that women within that age group are ready for marriage. So you want me to start? Because I got some opinions on this topic. Ooh. Um, um, you can get us started. Okay. So um, personally, just out the gate, I think that in general, women between the ages of 18 to 25 should not get married. Uh, I actually am arguing that they should not get married. I know oftentimes we'll have topics and sometimes we are um, uh, arguing against the topics. Well, today right. I am in line with our, our actual title. I don't think that generally women between the ages of 18 and 25 today should get married. Um, this is not yesteryear. I think that women today are a lot less mature than they were even 20 years ago. When mm -hmm. I was 18 to 25, I think that women today are a lot less mature. In addition, in doing my research, a lot of uh, there's a lot of literature, a lot of clinical psychologists, marriage um, and family counselors will attest to people in that age group um, not fully knowing themselves and completely changing after going through that period. There is a lot going on in a person's life generally during that time period. Um, you are um, not, you're, you're coming into um, the understanding of who you are as a person. You're leaving, being told, um, you know, who you are, what you can do, you know, what to eat, what to wear, this, that, and the other. Mm -hmm. So you're just now finding your autonomy and it, it can be a very confusing time. In addition, um, your reasoning isn't fully developed. Um, and a lot of relationships sour after that period and a lot of marriages sour that are, are created within that period because you know you don't fully understand who you are what you want out of life and um oftentimes um you are not the same per you know 10 years from being 18 to 25, you're not the same person when you look back on it. Um, I certainly was not. Um, I went through a, a like a very pivotal moment in my life at the age of 27 um, mm. that really shaped who I am today. So much so like a very eye-opening moment. Um, I had my spiritual awakening at 27. It probably sound weird to y'all because y'all so out of touch with anything spirituality wise. But I had a spiritual awakening at 27 and it kind of shaped who I am today. And that's kind of when I stepped into the woman that I am. But um, those are some of the key reasons. I have other reasons, but I'll let you, you know, add your two cents before I kind of go off on, on a tangent too much. Um, so I was thinking that a lot of men are still blue pill in their thinking um, when it comes down to reasonings women should get married at an earlier age. And a shout out to who conservative, he said to break down a whole face perspective. Well, I'm going to tell you how you're blue pill in your thinking, right? So women when you get married younger, the divorce rates tends to be higher for people 
between 18 and 24. So if the divorce rate is higher, that should be one thing that tells you you probably shouldn't get married at that early, right? Um, the divorce rate is higher amongst people that age. Then another thing that you guys talk about, um, especially when it comes down to a whole phase, your sexual attraction for other people does not die because you chose to enter into a relationship. So if you get married from 18 to 25 and you have not had any life experience, when you get about a certain age and you do start to develop attraction to other people, now you could choose to act on that or not, but you do develop attractions for other people. Um, I think men are super duper blue pill in that thinking that their women are only going to be attracted to them for the rest of their life, especially if you're not getting married for love. Um, when you're younger, you tend to confuse lust and love uh, quite a bit. Um, especially when you're inexperienced. And then um, depending on the age of the person that you get married to, let's say he's um, five to 10 years older than you and he does offer the financial stability. A lot of women look back at those situations when they get married young and regret a lot of it because they wish they had have had a chance to fulfill career um, things, um, actually wish they had finished their education, um, probably not have kids at such an early age, especially if they get pregnant um, during that time frame, because they don't get to get a chance to experience a lot of life. Yeah. And they want to get to a, to about the age of 40 and start having a lot of those experiences. Um, she wants to travel now. She wants to go on the girl's trip. Um, she wants to get um, a lot of different experiences about the world and nobody really takes that into consideration. So I feel a lot of that can be a lot of blue pill thinking um, to a certain degree. The interesting so. thing is well, never once have we said that we're um, encouraging or promoting a whole phase. Like not that being part. married is like, like you guys go to the extreme. So not getting married in your 20s means that you're supposed to have a whole phase like that. that like, no, that's an extreme. You know, that's not that's not the only option if you're not. And, and like I said, we're speaking in general. Some women actually might be. However, when, when Danny highlighted the fact that and I kind of touched on that a little bit too. Uh, but that the relationship is more likely to sour, the marriage is it like is. literally you have, you have have a 50% higher ch uh, chance yep. of divorce if you get married in your early 20s than if you marry after the age of 25. In right. addition to that, Psychology Today did a um, extensive study where the best age for marrying, where you will have the most chance of success, is the age of 28, the um, category. Uh, excuse me, the, the age range of 28 to 32. And you'll have the higher chance, the highest chance of success and, and staying married if you marry between the ages of 28 to 32. You know, um, like literally, what what do you think? I, I know that that's a three-year difference, but like literally someone is more mature. They're more sure of themselves. They literally um, have a better understanding of life. 
their reasoning is fully developed. Also, in addition, 18 to 25, your, muni your communication skills are not on par. You don't understand the art of communicating. You're more likely to get into large arguments. You're less likely to know how to resolve conflict. You have less life experience. It is not, um, you know, the end all be all to wait until someone is um, fully mature. In addition, like look at today's, um, you know, 18 to 25 year olds. They don't even have relationship experience to speak of. We're, we've seen a myriad of studies that you guys talk about all the time that indicate that we have more virgins with, by the time they're in their mid twenties. They have zero relationship experience to speak of. And I know you guys have these fantasies about marrying and dating virgins and things like that. But keep in mind that when you deal with someone like that, they have, um, they're going to have less like, there's a less likelihood that they will be, um, have the experience of resolving conflict and, you know, communicating effectively and all the things because they haven't had the experience of having to, 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 um, you know, work with a partner and, you know, um, work through those things before. There is a flip side where having too much relationship experience can taint you and make you bitter and, you know, um, sour you to wanting relationships. But having some relationship experience can at least um, prepare you for entering into relationships, resolving conflict, um, understanding compromise and things of that nature. Um, what I was going to say too, um, if you are true, if a person does choose to get married at that, at an early age, they should definitely have a solid foundation, meaning the in-laws are intact. They came from a, a unit. Both of them came from a unit where they've seen successful relationships. Um, the problem to me is a lot of people talk about the wedding, but necessarily not about the marriage. And men don't take into account what the woman goes through on her end in marriage. Then I was thinking about this. The men today are not really as vulnerable or willing to fall in love and really willing to take the woman on unless she comes from a foreign country. We've heard the arguments. But they are not willing to be vulnerable to Black women. Um in fear of the black women using the stuff against them um her not really being into them y'all kind of go through a lot with that um then i was thinking about women being educated and educated mm. women do tend to get married and they tend to stay married now they everybody files for a divorce but yeah um i do have some questions for you i want to read the super well, chat let me then. I want to add something real quick to what you just said, because I want to be okay. fair In being fair. That psychology today article did state that people who get married to, in their mid to late thirties, um, there is a high risk for divorce as well. So I don't want to not be transparent. So if you go and you look that article up, it does indicate. So I said that it said the ideal age range is 28 to 32. But if you get married in your mid to late thirties, that there is a high risk of divorce too. So, yeah. There is that sweet spot. That's twenty. Your uh, twenty-eight to thirty-two is that sweet spot. So I want to be transparent. I'm not, you know. So you guys aren't like, well, you didn't say that. So I just wanted to add that. Okay. Shout out to Big Truck. He says women's sell by date is twenty-seven. After that, don't buy. Um, Big Truck, how many uh foreign twenty-five, twenty-two year olds you done ran through and ain't did nothing with them? 
Um, shout out to B. He says, ideally, it's absolutely the best time for a woman to marry. It's just they're not being socialized, raised to be. But those are generally their peaks, peak years of attractiveness and most options. But but is that the most important thing? Like attractiveness is important. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not telling men that to, to not pay attention to attractiveness. But is attractiveness like going to be the primary thing that keeps the relationship together. Yes, she has to remain attractive. You want your partner to remain attractive throughout the relationship, of course, within within reason. I mean, some men aren't even reasonable about it, but you know, you want your partner to remain attractive. You want to remain attracted to your partner. However, what about their communication skills, their reasoning, their reasoning not being intact? What about, um, you know, their... Um, you know, them being argumentative, like things of that nature. So I, I think that um, also, in addition to that, we're talking about them not being raised, um, not being raised properly or not being yeah. socialized properly. Well, we're talking primarily about women in the U.S. We're not talking about this, these studies that we're referring to and most of the articles, most of the literature that we're talking about are specifically about women in the u.s we aren't speaking about women outside of the u.s you know um so you know we are talking about women who are i agree they're not being socialized to be wives i yeah. think that those days are long gone uh, to be completely honest i don't think that we'll see a time period where you know things will change and women will now be socialized to be wives and homemakers like but what about days. the soft girl era and stuff like that? Because women now are trying to say, okay, I don't want to work and work hard for the rest of my life. I don't want to be tied down to this job and not be mm -hmm. fulfilled on the other side. I do want a softer life. I do oh, want to be yeah. with a man that's um, willing to lead me. What, what, Listen, what about that? I follow soft girl, Lux life, all the content creators. I love it. It's you know, interesting to me. Let me tell you something. So there are so many different movements. First of all, there's a stay at home girlfriend movement, not stay at home wife, stay at home girlfriend movement led by white women though. Led by white women. <laughs> Let me put that out there. Stay at home girlfriend movement where all you do is you eat goji berries, you do Pilates all day and hot Like it's it's about that. It's about that. It's a stay at home girlfriend movement. Follow the hashtag on TikTok if you're interested to know more about it. But the soft girl life, Lux life, soft girl era, that is not about um although they don't want to work um they're not trying to stay at home and take care of somebody they're not they're not trying to be domesticated and care for a a, a man like they're not they're still not trying they you still wouldn't need to socialize them to care for a man because it's about them being spoiled and cared for. And yeah. like, they still like, they are heavy on promoting, um, doing as least as possible, not getting your nails dirty, having a housekeeper, having somebody pick up your dry cleaning, doing as little as possible. Even if you have kids, like send them kids to daycare while you staying at home. Like they're not trying to, they don't need, they, there wouldn't be a need to socialize them to necessarily, 
necessarily be wives that we think of in the traditional sense because mm -hmm. they want to be spoiled and kick their feet up and do as little as possible and have as much ease to their lives as possible. That is what the movement is essentially about. Like when black women deserve a luxe life, soft life, life of ease too. That's what it's about. Um, okay. So my question for you is who has, um, who has the biggest misconception of marriage, meaning that they are looking for the fairy tale? Do you think it's men or women? I would say, um, women i'm still gonna say women have mm. the biggest misconception about marriage um when we talk about looking for a fairy tale i think mm -hmm. men have misconceptions surrounding marriage but men have misconceptions surrounding marriage because they want what men have traditionally received from marriage what they want men did once attain from marriage what women want black women have never seen women attaining this for marriage this is some ideal idea that they fantasized about that they've seen in movies and seen in disney movies like uh, you know night and shining armor interesting that you say that i actually think that it's the men um, why, why would you say that the fact that men kind of go into it um they want this virginal woman that's only going to love them forever and she's gonna cook and clean and just cater to him she's not gonna have any dreams of her own dreams or aspirations mm. of her own um she just she just wants to be one of those women to have all his babies they live in um a small house and he goes to work every day and you know it's like he comes home and drops his check off on the counter and <laughs> He goes to play video games while she's cooking and cleaning and running behind kids. You know, they go on a little family vacation and shit. And I, I really think that men have all these ideals about women that aren't necessarily for today's time, especially in Western society. But then mm. even when they talk about going over to other places, those women know how to read now. And not only do they know how to read, they want to get out of the world and internet they see what's all about yeah so it's <laughs> like i i honestly think men have more have bigger misconceptions about women in general because men still seem to be looking for the sugar and spice and everything nice in women when women are more dimensional than that um you know this is red pills supposedly um talks about the nature of women but then when you get down to the real nature of women i think a lot of the shit is like okay so y'all get married early and you think okay y'all are supposed to be in love y'all don't take into account that women's personality changes especially mm -hmm. after she has kids um her body changes they expect her to be in a certain physical shape forever Good point L lots of things change well, i i do think you have some good points like no lie oh my gosh especially about um i was talking to my husband last night and we were talking about like um we were talking about tina turner um what's her name pam greer and like women like that and we were like pulling up recent pictures of them and they're like 80 years old and they look 
good for 80. And I was like, oh, Tina Turner's still beautiful and stuff like that. And he's like, no, she's not. Look at this. And I'm like, she's still beautiful. She's not what I expected, but she's still beautiful. And I'm like, you can't expect an 80-year-old woman not to look like an 80-year-old woman. But he's like, oh, and he showed me this 80-year-old bodybuilder. And I'm like, come on, like, bro, that's the exception. <laughs> he's like, if a woman stays in the gym, da 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 And I'm like, come on now, like, cut the, cut the crap. At 80, you think I'm about to be in the gym being a bodybuilder? Like, I didn't, you know, had to watch my weight my whole life and done all these things. I'm going to tell you something. If I ever be like, I'm ready to let myself go, 80 is when I'm going to do it. <laughs> and you don't have to deal. But, so I get that, what you're saying. But I think the difference is, aside from that, like, aside from the physical part, like, that is a big one. Men, women are fantasizing about something that they've never had. Men are fantasizing about something that men once had. Men once had women that were traditional, that cooked and cleaned and did all of these things. Like grandma cooked and cleaned and did all these things to still work in the field. Granted, it's not something that she necessarily wanted to do and probably enjoyed doing. If she could kick her feet up and have a housekeeper, she probably would have. However, men fantasize about something that men once actually had. Women are fantasizing about something that women never had, that women read about in books. Women are fantasizing about like something that they read about, not something that Black women ever had. They're not fantasizing about a life that, that their grandmothers had. What are, like they're not fantasizing about a lifestyle total, that they ever. I, I agree with that in total because mo the majority of the women uh, weren't necessarily didn't. Everybody had generally had to work from the home or you know work within the home. So I, I think that's a good point um, that you raised. Um, my question <laughs> to you: Were you uh -huh. encouraged to get married at an early age? And before you answer, let me read the rest of these super chats. Okay. Shout out to the Anti-Social Socialite Podcast for the super sticker. Hey, lady. Thank, thank you. you so much. And shout out to my husband. Hey, babe. He says, eh, I can see it. Looking back, the chicks that are, that are, that are in the age range that I did date way back in the day had no clue of who they were or what they were about until closer to 30. See, you know, mm-mm. Um, a shout out to Marquise 912 with your hating butt. He says, y'all be honest. You guys are trying to shame men and eliminate the competition who are attractive <laughs> girls. See? Men just want pretty and submissive. Marquise, we are two post-wall chicks that did it. What are you talking about? Like, shame and what, what competition? We have to talk about the extremes, though, because BGS just said something. He said uh, this is going to be used as an anti-marriage message. And I'm going to tell you something. If there's one thing that I hate about this space, it is the fact that they will twist our words and they do it all the I can't curse no more, but all the effing time. I am talking about literally they will ignore the core message of what you're saying and twist your because they are so hell bent on proving that every woman is steeped in sisterhood. They will ignore the court like nobody. This is not an anti-marriage message at all. We are pro-marriage. We are two married women. I, like I'm, not, I'm a black conscious woman. I know the importance of marriage, especially right. to the black community. Black, the black community is in a state of peril. If we want 
to reverse things, to improve the black community at all, marriage is a must. This is not an anti-marriage message. We're talk, we're speaking realistic and men of all people should understand this. You guys speak logic. We're talking logically and we're talking about women of today's time. The 18 to 25 year old women of today's time will not make good wives. The women in the US, in the black communities of today's time, today, you go out, look around, go to any mall, any club, any any place where women twerk, shake that any brunch spot, those chicks, most of them, the majority, six out of 10 will not make good wives. Thanks. That's why you should not be looking to marry them. That's why not just and, I, and it's because they are not socialized to be wise. It's because they are looking to be city girls. They right. glorify city girl culture. They want to twerk. They are not raised to cater to a man to 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 to, to look to a man to lead. They are not raised yeah. to, you know, honor a man. They are not raised to, you know, um, put family first. They are not raised to, you know, compromise. They are not raised to, um, you know, work with someone, build, to think about legacy. These women are not raised to be wives. Literally, they are not. You would be doing yourself a disservice by looking to marry women the age range of 18 to 25 for most of, and I'm not saying all, most of our women during that age range, they're not ready to be wives. They're just not. There are some, yes, but the majority, 60%. It, it's so funny because BGS is saying for fellas to get their passports, but my question to you then, BGS, what about all the men that have went overseas, over to different countries. Why are you guys not coming back with wives in droves? Um, we hear about all the fun experiences that are had overseas. You know, you're able to uh, fuck a chick and leave her right where she stands. And that's that. And then you go back to your country, you work, you do whatever you, whatever. Why aren't you guys marrying them in faster rates? There should be, that's I should be question. hearing about a thousand freaking weddings. As many men that are in the space, we should should be hearing about thousands of um marriages coming from overseas especially with the movement the passport movement being as big as it is um we're seeing a few. we're seeing i'm seeing more messaging on tiktok i just sent you two within the last like two weeks danny um about the women in these countries and how yes they're looking to get money out of you because they know you looking to get out of them that the women there see y'all in a certain light because y'all see them in a certain light that they're not as stupid as you think they are and they're looking to come up off of you because they know and this is these these messages are being shared by black men mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um bgs wants the link and i want to drop it for him this is only for bgs uh so that is that um, I'm going to read the rest of the super chats. Um, shout out to B. He says, although this does low key reek of older female <laughs> dirty macking, I actually agree. In theory, 18 to 25 is ideal, but these days, 26 to 32 are really the best years for women to be prepared to marry. Um, thank B, you so much. For Who dirty mac? Are we dirty macking? Are we dirty macking Girl, right now? It's a dirty mac, a rony, honey. <laughs> Stay away from these young girls. I only. Done, you know, I hate me. Like, what the heck? The breakdown is dirty macking. 
post wall strags only, honey. <laughs> um, shout out to Dion Lewis. He says, respect, then love. Respect should be earned. Um, thank you so much for that. Um, shout out to Uncle Stu, old man you, on Uncle the Stu. block. Uh, thank you so much for that. And I think that is it. I can't stand these Negroes. Like, literally, they just, like... <laughs> Literally. Let me ask you this. I had something if for you, you too. Oh, I got something for you too. Go ahead. If you had it to do all over again, would you have gotten married earlier on in life? Can you if hear me? I had it to do oh. all over. the long pause is like extra dramatic. I'm like this. <laughs> um, no lie. I was ready for marriage 18 to 25. Um, I was such, uh, thank you, a young mother. And um, I was a homemaker during that stage of my life. Um, I have been in long-term monogamous relationships. I was already doing all the things. Um, I just wasn't with the person that was my life partner. So, you know, things played out how they were supposed to. Um, so if I had the right person, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. What about you? No. Um, Kerlin and I have often talked about, you know, like if we had gotten married younger, um, would it have still been the same result? And I don't think so. I mm -hmm. had to explore. Um, I got a chance to travel. I was in the military. I got a chance to have fun. Um, I established bonds with my friends. Um, I got a I got a chance to do a lot of the things that I don't have to fantasize about now. And I think when, if I had got married um, younger, I had ideals of like marriage, but I didn't necessarily see like the, the total benefit of now. I'm not saying there are not any benefits to getting married younger, but I think with the type of person I am, um, it wouldn't have been a good thing for me because I was, you know, I, I really wanted to travel and see the world and have the fun that I was supposed to have without looking back and wishing that I could do these things now. Um, now I have my child. I'm more settled. Um, I, I, I'm I not trying to run the street every other day. I don't have to be on the scene. I don't have to be um, that girl. You know, I, I got a chance yeah. to experience a lot of life in that sense. And so I don't have to think back and wonder um, what it was like to have certain attention to be what you know I don't, I don't have those regrets like now you know, i'm much more settled i can't lie though um if i would have met my husband like my husband he could have i would have married him first of all my husband is fine now baby when i was 18 to 25 but um he was more militant like first of all this is a man who he was um, within the Muslim faith at that time. And he is super pro-black, but very um, like no nonsense. Like he would have been too, um, his no nonsenseness. I don't know that I would have been like between that age range, I wouldn't have been able to deal. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to deal. So, oh God! Yeah. Here he goes. <laughs> Why are you laughing? So hard? You, 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 you guys are literally, literally. Mm -hmm. Me and Nameless have been talking about this before. You guys are literally telling us, saying everything that we've said about marriage and women, Western women. Period. 
over the last four years, right? Okay. Uh, the reason that these guys, are, you know, and I said this because I'm still in pro-black space and I still, in fact, I got to do my women's program tomorrow with my mentor, okay? I've been doing that show with her since 2008, 2009. So I do a women's show every week. That's what people don't realize. That's why I can, when I did it for just for women, I was already experienced about talking to women, especially pro-black women. Why you invite us? Because we black. Huh? Huh? Why you even invite us? Because we black. Uh, because I, no, 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 because I try to keep that. I try to keep those personalities separate for a good reason. Because uh, what, I, what I do here will spill back on people that are in the pro-black space. You guys know that women run the pro-black space. Let's not let's not get it twisted. Yeah. Okay. And and, and 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 huh? I'm not. I'm not wrong. What well, I might be wrong. It, 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 no, it's true because trust and believe. Mm -hmm. Because I've seen brothers that run afoul of, of black women in the pro-black space. Man, they get they get canceled really quick and they lose their livelihood. Be especially if they work there. So I try to keep this. I'm serious. I try to. That's why I don't use. Cause I trust and believe I can use my name because I was actually used. I was actually doing this kind of work like 14 years before I even came to YouTube. So people on people that know me in real life know my background well before now. Okay. So I didn't just walk into this just knowing all this stuff. No, I've been doing this stuff for a while. What I'm saying is, is that my 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 mentor and she's been she's almost 80 years old and she's hmm. been counseling women for over 40 years okay she says the, some of the exact same things that i say okay my mother who's 84 she says the exact same things that i say they don't you know they don't raise women to be wives anymore they raise women to be partners and that's feminism and and other things like me and me and nameless we just found out maybe a month ago i shot this to nameless because we were looking at the labor petition rate of, of, of women in brazil right as we know, as, as, as the labor petition rate goes up for women, in fact, I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to do that video, goes up for women, marriage and childbirth goes down, okay? And this is the reason that you had to split in the first place, okay, between what you call patriarchal marriage, as we want to call it, whether you, whether you like it or not, as a system, uh, started to split uh, during the Industrial Revolution in the late 1800s, in the late 1900s. No, late, late 1700s, 18th century. And the divorces were rampant in 1804. I just, I was reading an a, 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 a article, uh, an essay from Columbia Law School about uh, the end of patriarchy as they saw it. And mm. the reason that uh, the feminism and uh, what we call the Ten Years Doctrine was actually a thing uh, in 1839 is because in 1804, men and women started getting divorced because women and children were working outside the uh, outside the home that's what's causing a split and then the women the, the the husband and wives are fighting over the children so the so the state had to settle it that's how come they gave women the first seven years that the the, the children belong to them and eventually it went to 16 it just gave women the, the children all together but that's we're going off track as far as the, that's a longer tale i actually did a video on that but this society uh, this, the western society does not prove produce wives anymore produces partners okay because even I asked my mentor, okay, when was you, I said when were you ready to be a wife? Because she's older. She said at fifteen, and mm. you go to the, you go to the uh, third world. Why do you think they they have especially in Spanish? Why do you think they have a quinceana uh, party? Yeah, women's girls fifteen. Isn't that she's, like they're going into womanhood or something? She's, she's right. No, she's a woman at fifteen. Okay, because okay. she's ready to get married. She's ready to. Uh, take care of a house she's ready to do all this because she's been raised to be a wife since she was born so after 15 years of training she's ready to take over for her mother in fact uh we, we call the leftover women we we, we, te we tease kevin about leftover women kevin didn't come up with the concept leftover woman is, a, is an asian concept after right. 
she she's considered old. She's considered leftover. She's not buried by 25. That means she's left over because her prime years, in fact, the prime age for a woman to get physically get married is 26. Okay. Mm -hmm. it's, it's so 26. you agree with us about the 18 to 24. I was going to ask that. So, yeah. Well, eight, the thing is, is that the, the reason it's the prime age in the West for a woman to get married is 26 is because she's a partner. Okay. And and Curlin was right that but most women, most people don't know who they are till they're thirty, right? If you mm -hmm. want a, if you want a wife, a wife, you know, Carolyn May said that a wife is a role. Okay, it's something you train to do. And basically, yes. and, and basically, the reason that you have, uh, uh, you had longer marriages is because people were not married to each other; they were married to the duty of the role. Okay, that, so that's right. That 40, 50, 60 years. Now, guess what? The, guess what? The average length of, of a black marriage is now. Five years. Five years. Wow. Guess, why are black women the highest divorce and lowest marriage rate? Uh, I think. Well, let me ask you this, BGS. Because, because we're not trained. Because we're not socialized to be wise. You're not but, socialized to be wives, and you're not and you're not socialized to follow either. But let me ask you this: Are men socialized to be husbands? Be husbands. That was my no, question. They're, no, they're not. You have what you're raising in, in this feminist society, in this feminist West. You're raised to be partners. Not mm -hmm. wives. In, in other words, and you have to be because you, if you socialize the women to be partners, right, and not to be wives, okay, you're gonna have to socialize their counterparts, aren't you? Yeah. In other words, this is this is not accidental, okay? It's not okay. accidental. Then, if you go, really, if you guys really want a lesson in what they planned and how this stuff was structured, there's a book called More Than Title Nine. Go back and read it. Okay. You said more than title. More than title, title nine. Yes. Title oh, because nine. we actually planned this since 1968. How to do this? And they knew if they're going to socialize, if they had to socialize the women, they had to socialize the boys to be supported. And guess yeah. what? Women don't. Guess what? Women don't want after 40 years later. That's what. That, that, in fact, I'm, I'm, I'm. There's a book that I have that I scanned, and it's about the fourth book that I've seen on this from from feminists. And we're not even talking about. Uh, 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 conservative blue pill chicks. We're talking about feminists. I'm talking successful feminists, okay? They're saying if, if women want this to work, right? Women really want this to work. They want their independence, all the kind of stuff. And they want to be the best they can be, especially the, the high earning chicks. You're going to have to take supportive males. Because mm. somebody, you know, and the thing is, because yeah, the, the the chat was saying we're saying that um you know we were flipping it by asking about the men. No, I think it's important for us to understand that you know neither are socialized because if we're talking about the problem and you know how we got here, like we can't you know clearly if the women aren't socialized to be wives, then you know naturally it's it's it's. I would uh, surmise that the men aren't socialized to be husbands either. But I think that it's important to walk, not step over that. Like, it's not about flipping the script and trying to point the finger and saying, ah, the right. men aren't socialized. Yeah. Naturally, a lot of the men are being raised by single mothers. Like, they're right. not so like, who's, so, who's teaching them to be husbands? E e what e training e are they having to, yeah. to, you know, fulfill the role of a husband? Uh, my, my, my sisters, you know, and this is, you know, this is no slight to my mother. Okay. A lot of your silent generation women did not like their place in the world. My mother, you know, she, she's she's you know, she was married to him the day my father died. Okay, she's she's married to him the day my father died. You know, uh, 60, 60 years she was married to this guy. Okay, even though they they had all kind of turmoil, all kind of trouble, but my mother did not socialize my daughter, my sisters to be wives, and she, we were we were raised in two parent household. Okay, uh, fairly middle class, and they're not wives. Trust and believe they're not wise.
And I've I've seen this. That's the problem I had when I was coming up. I was I was expecting a woman to you know take the place of my mother. Whereas whereas I got married to her, I didn't have to give her a whole bunch of instructions. I know what to do. She know what to do and put us together. That crap did not happen as boomers. Okay, that's like how boomers really had this big ass split because <laughs> because because we had this dichotomy where women wanted you know they, they had learned from the feminists we wanted to go out and do our own thing and and we want to be this that and the other and and men are like wait a minute. This ain't how marriage is supposed to work, and that was the first split, and it's been down here ever since. You can you can go back and read any book, any any, any book, because really really real book concerning the United States. So I I got the, a book called uh, uh, Decline of Marriage, okay, and it was printed in 1989, okay, about how about the demise of marriage, and 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 and, and this is to accommodate. You want independent women? You want independent people? Uh, and you're going to get this. You're going to get what they call a, a, a transactional marriage. That's what it is. The thing is, is what 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 if you guys really want to if, if, if women really want to save marriage, what you're going to have to do is get rid of all the patriarchal laws. OK, you're going to have to make everything fair across the board. OK, uh, 50 50 as far as uh, uh, ability to have custody. A lot of stuff that's going to have to be tossed because you are not going to get men to sign on for this for this stuff. Okay, if you guys not trained, if they're not going to get traditional wives, going to going to have to eliminate traditional marriage because it's not going to work. That's, that's what right. I was going to say. Like, do mm -hmm. you think that there's just a new model of marriage? Like, and no. I, I, we kind of posed this question, you know, previously because maybe the old model no longer fits. Maybe we, you know, we've evolved and you know times have changed so much that the old model of marriage no longer fits. But it seems that men Men still want no, traditional no, no. wives. Well, the thing is, basically, if you look at it, and this is the this is the point. I'm, I'm actually going to start doing a series on that particular book, okay? Because this is the fourth book, and she actually has a video that she says that she said we've only got we've only feminine feminism is only achieves achieved thirteen percent of its goal. So get the rest of the way, then then women are going to have to accept men in a different model. And what what is what's really the, what's holding things up is that, and black men know this, man. Black men know because I I hear these complaints. I went through this, you know. Because in fact, I'll tell the story, right? Uh, me and my fiance, man, we were comparing. Uh, you know, she was complaining about how much I made, right? Mm -hmm. And she, we compared uh, W, you know, W. I think it's W two, W twos, or W fours at the end of the year. And w we compared W twos at the end of the year, right? Mm -hmm. I made, I made a thousand dollars more than she did. She shut the fuck up because I made more than she did. Really? Yes. That's how. That's how important that it is, and it's still important today. Because women and women have been trained to be naturally hypergamous to make more than their man, and this is the problem that not not just black women are having, white women have. That's such a non-issue to me. I could, I could care less. To you, the thing is, ask your girlfriends. Is that's a non-issue? Yeah, I'm, but a lot of issue, a lot of that no, no, pressure no, is on, put hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you ask your girlfriends whether it was a non-issue? I'm saying my my homegirls uh, generally women do don't date men that make less yeah. than them. Everybody my, my, wants to date somebody that makes more. Most yeah. people. Not only that, in my other words, care you know, about yeah. it and they care about, you know, they care about status and like literally that's mm -hmm. on their list of requirements. He has mm -hmm. to make more than you know, me. X. Yeah. 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 Has to make more than me. And the thing is, the women now if you can't it's harder to find guys because the way we we rejiggered this this society, right? Okay. There are not the uh uh there, number one, there's more women working. Okay, there's, there's one, one, there's three million more women, uh, black women, uh, mm -hmm. in in this society, right? There's a million and a half more women uh, that have jobs than black men. Okay, and then, and then, if you look at the earnings, 
as far as earnings are concerned, it's damn near 50-50. If you just take the average, men make by maybe 5 to 10% more than, than black women. So it's not that much. And then you have this, uh, this big imbalance. Okay. It's not, it's not, it's not a one-to-one thing. There's, there's a lot of women that's going to make more than men and vice versa, which is what was planned as far as feminism. Okay. So the thing is, is that, and we think that it's men that don't, don't accept the model. Okay. Men don't like what they're getting because they don't want to walk into that and walk in that attitude and walk into the, I just had to settle for you because I couldn't find the man I really wanted. They don't want that. Say, okay. Yeah, because I she's not going to really respect. She won't fully she, respect. Exactly. Exactly. That's how and I and I, I because this came up about a month ago my on my female show in real life right and they were mm-hmm. complaining and these are these are older women these are women you know, a couple of women on the panel were like in their fifties and they the first thing they said they mouthed all mouthed up men don't really want black men don't really want to get married I said black men are willing to get a passport spend thousands of dollars to go overseas to find a woman a traditional woman okay does that sound like men that don't want to get married they're willing to go to those lengths. And that's what that's, well, that's, guy, that's the message. They're not get. going over there for marriage because we no. will see more marriages the happening. The, the thing is, if you can, if if guys can, act, if, if the men that can actually figure out a way to stay where they're at and relocate, mm-hmm. they wind up getting married. In fact, I, I, I see two. One, I've been over there. You know, one, I've been to the continent. You know, uh, a couple times, and the men that wind up to stay over there, they get married. Yeah, I can believe that. But I'm talking about the men that um, come that are are from here. They Mm -hmm. go overseas. They use those women as uh, cum receptacles and they come back and it's nothing. Okay, you know, you know, I'm going to be honest. Right. Really, (laughs) really, if you if you really want to wait, if you really if guys want to wait a year, you can you you don't need to spend five, six hundred dollars to find a cum receptacle. You can find a cum receptacle for for five to ten bucks. Okay. Really want to come or sit with? If, well, if you want to have transactional sex, that's not a problem. You can do that here. Okay. You yeah, but but, but it, it's something. It, BGS has got to be something. Now, it is um, something. You know, it is uh, men <laughs> men do talk about the attractiveness of the women and them being able to get with women that uh-huh. are considered way more attractive, especially with no. the the rate in the market over that, here. The market over it. here, the attractive women get attractive people right. get, that, that, get that, that, No, no, that's part. That's part of it. The thing is, and I've said, I've told this story. Me and Charles and Willie P fall out about this all the time, right? Because I I was in Guatemala for like three and a half months right mm-hmm. and instead of staying in a tourist spot i stayed outside the city stayed in with the regular folks i caught the bus with the regular folks i ate with them i ate at the same places they did man i used to walk the streets because i wanted to see i wanted to see the area i want to see the people right and i like i said i told charles sergeant willie pete i've seen you know and, and, and uh, the, what really shocked me man i walked by this area i used to walk by it every day it was this big high fence around it right and one day people were coming back from work and I and they had the fence open. I looked inside. There was like maybe a hundred little, you know, they looked like little tenders, you know, the little tender squares. That's, that's where people were living, right? You had mom, mom, child, mother, children, and husband, right? Mm-hmm. And and it shocked me because I said they didn't know how poor they actually were, right? Dirt floors, no windows, all that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And what stunned me and what what my biggest realization is that I saw how the women treated their men. Mm-hmm. Those women treated, they had an absolute zero, nothing, okay? And those women treated that their men with more respect, more femininity, more care than the women here. 
I said, we got to real life. Hold on. You know what? Let me me finish. I got five more seconds, right? Okay. And what I learned is not about the money. It's about how women are socialized, how women are trained. Are they trained to be that way? And they were. Now, go ahead. Okay. Um, The thing is, even here in the United States, Mm -hmm. when women made less money, women were forced to depend on their partners. And so there was a different socialization here as well. When when we modernize society and women Mm -hmm. are actually able to Mm -hmm. get jobs and make a lot of their own decisions, Mm -hmm. then you're not tied to a person. Exactly. Yeah. So, but, but then that means that you're doing it out of need. Survival mode. A lot of those women, like, and we've had men that say that what they've brought women from a, a developing country yes. here, mm-hmm. and they flip the script. Mm-hmm. You know that that things change because, to be completely honest, you know, from what I've seen on social media, mm-hmm. I've seen women in some of these developing countries being some of the biggest advocates for feminism and fighting because they truly are oppressed in some of these developing countries. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the you know in some developing countries, yeah. um, they're truly oppressed and they are socialized to where you know they can be backhanded for talking back, and the police aren't going to do anything. Like they that's part of the culture um so you know to have the freedoms that Mm -hmm. you know we have to be brought to a westernized Mm -hmm. country a a developed country um don't really know how things will play out and if their true nature will be to behave like african-american women or abw women what's the what's the divorce rate for for for, uh for black people approximately i don't know 70 percent. i thought so What's the what's the divorce rate for a foreign wife? It depends because uh the marriage okay. between in total. in total. What do you think? A foreign it's, wife it's, married to a, a black American man? Oh, any any man, period. Because oh. I know I know several that uh, my brother's married. I don't know. What is it, BGS? Twelve percent. Wow. Twelve percent. My brother's my brother's married, his wife is Filipina. They have been married. How old is my uh because they got married before my my nephew was born. He's gone. He's thirty four, so they've been married thirty five years. So the odds are in their favor. Yes. Yes. Yeah, if they choose to get off the plantation, but a lot of men are still not making the choice to leave the plantation. The the okay the plant okay you you know you, it's easier for people in the service because you're tied to the service. Your your job is to be overseas. Uh, mm-hmm. Try try going abroad and try making a go of it. In, in, a, in another country and, and, and still make money. Okay, that is that's yeah. where they're strong. That's that's rare. So that even even amongst passport bros, everybody knows that that's rare. Okay, even passport bros uh, have difficulty uh, making a, a transition from this economy to the next one because they mm-hmm. one they haven't been socialized in it, don't have the same social networks, all kind of stuff. So there's there's a big reason. I okay? can see that. And so the so the reason the the reason uh, it's getting e- well it's getting easier now because of remote work and that's how come we've seen this big burst of passport bros and guys b- bolting and going elsewhere because it's easier to actually do it. There's an easier way to actually make a living overseas, uh, but uh, not that's necessarily be tied to your location. So you can actually go someplace else and 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 find different people and find and find a different culture. Yeah. And. Um... Yeah, I, I think, listen, what well, the interesting thing is, I mm-hmm. think we agree, like, we're not saying that, 
you know, women across the globe, 18 to 25 should not get married. We're specifically talking about Western women. Um, we, yeah, we I don't agree. believe that number one, they're socialized for marriage. Um, yeah, you know, they, not. I think, yeah, you would be setting me, yourself up for failure. And, let, me and ask, had, let, me ask you, let me ask you a question. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause there's really not that big a difference between uh, women to get married between 1825, uh, as far as length of marriage and women, uh, especially black women post 35, it's not that big a difference. So when, so when, so what, what is it between the ages of 25 and 35 that socialize them to be married and never, never been trained to be wives? What makes them better wives? I don't necessarily I know if you can't, if you can get away without the socialization part, um, within even within the age range because I, I still think that you have to have a certain view on life and certain experiences that mm-hmm. kind of shape you yeah. like yeah. if you've never seen um That's examples of good marriage mm-hmm. i think it's harder for you to maintain an example of good marriage it is and if you've but, never been if you've never been trained for a role and that's the difference and this is something and i, I've, I because that's one question i you know believe it or not I get this question more from guys that are making over $100,000 than I get from uh, guys making less, okay, because it's because Mm -hmm. what I call 92 octanes, which is a professional class, they have a huge problem with this because because these women are are making way more money, they're way more educated, they're way more sophisticated, they're way more knowledgeable. It's more difficult at that at that at that uh, at that level. That's how come they have to get married uh, closer to 30. Okay, and what Carolyn said was right. You don't really know who you are, right? Because mm-hmm. if you've just if you've been trained for a role, you can get married at fifteen. It doesn't matter, does it? Because you are primed to be to, to fulfill a role, and so is she. I used to say, but, you can, go ahead. See, the, 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 that's where I have to answer that question too, though. I, I think but, that what, what, you, what, 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 what are you budding about? I, I, I didn't. Well, I'm I'm gonna say this: even mm-hmm. if you are socialized to be a wife at an early age, you can still have, you can be socialized. I was socialized to be a wife at an early age. I didn't feel like I was still ready for marriage, though. I'd seen great examples of relationships. Mm-hmm. I seen things that actually worked. I was I wasn't sugar. People didn't sugarcoat me about marriage or the ideals of marriage, mm-hmm. or you know, it was just the wedding and then you don't expect anything i feel like i was trained early but at the same token if you have not had a chance to live any life on your own Mm -hmm. meaning um to really get out there really see the world really do things Mm -hmm. that you want to do so you don't get to a certain age then you wanting to divorce your husband because you have not seen these things and you have regrets or your attraction may not be the same to the person yeah. You know what I'm saying, and, and I, know, people... I know what you're. I know what you're saying, but thing is that you got the butt before I finish my mm-hmm. second half. It's, okay, it's the caveat, right? Okay. okay. In other words, if you if if you if it's easier, it, it's it's not even you know. I mean, we even talk about the individual person, right? Because that's random, right? Let's talk about the, the, right. you can actually look at the facts and figures and why we got to get this question all the time. How come people don't get married anymore? Because because they're not trained to get married. They're trained they're trained to have a partner, right? If you train mm-hmm. for a role, basically you can slot ninety percent of the men, ninety percent of the women in, and mix them up, right? The marriage is going to be fine because they each know what their function is, right? If you don't train men and women for marriage and train them for partners, all those details have to be worked out, okay? Mm-hmm. So, so just like you go into business, you know, you don't just 
pick 90% of any person to go into business with. They have to have certain skills, abilities, personalities, uh, function, all the kind of stuff that matches yours, right? You go into business, right? 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 So as a partner, because that's your business partner, right? Same thing with marriage. If, you, if, if, if you're trained to be a partner, I'm trained to be a partner. Okay, I just can't match any two people together. Okay, that's what I was going to say. You also have have to factor in compatibility. Compatibility. Mm -hmm. I have to know who I am first, right? When do you really Mm -hmm. know who you are? You don't have a peak of knowing who you are to you. How old? Exactly. 30. 30, okay. 30 (laughs) years old. So in other words, for two partners to kind of work out, okay, they kind of have to know who they are and she has to know mm-hmm. who she is. And then you put them to get kind of work things out about how things are going to go and what kind of what your aspirations are, what my aspirations are, what duties I'm going to have, what duties you're going to have, blah, blah, blah. All this stuff has to be worked out, right? And this is something they started talking about in the 90s. I have to argue with like three so- sociologists about this in the 90s because they, they had planned this. I said, I said, you guys going to regret uh, uh, 20 years later with marriage 2.0 because this is marriage 2.0 and this so what's the difference killing. though bgs what's the difference between because what? you when you say okay when, you know at, at around age 30 which fits with the study in the psychology today article okay. and i personally like i said i believe that i would uh i was prepared to be a wife from 18 okay. to 25 i was okay. already slotted in that right. role without the title and mm-hmm. you know I feel like I, I could have been a what like I, I don't feel like I necessarily missed anything. I'm a you know, by not necessarily being out and about and all the things. But nonetheless, what is the difference between you you know, you just highlighted, you know, the like the importance of knowing yourself, but what is the difference between these cultures where someone is socialized at fifteen to be a wife and you know, versus, you know, one knowing their self at around the age of thirty? Like do they you know, are you? Do you believe that at fifteen they know themselves, or just that no, socialization? They don't, have to. they don't have to. Okay. They don't have to. Okay. Because because in Carolyn, in fact, I'm gonna pull that quote because Carolyn Mace talks about marriage, and she's she's one of the foremost uh, female uh, um, uh, what do you call it uh, philosophers. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, in a space she she's that old, and she's written about got got twenty books by the this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, and she says the same thing. Okay. Uh, she said the same exact same thing I said, right? You, you, you traded a role for independence, okay? You traded mm-hmm. a role for partners, okay? Like I said, a role, a role, a role, just like any piece of machinery, right? I play this part, you play that part. Go back and look at the uh, fences, right? With Rose and uh, with Rose and Troy, right? Okay, mm-hmm. they had roles, right? She he, she said, uh, I want to be your. He said, I want to be your man, and uh, and. and uh, but I don't want to marry you. And she said, move out my way. I'm looking for my husband because she, she I want to be a wife and I need a husband. And you have to feel, fulfill that role. So the, the whole thing about him coming on, put the check. That's that's a black thing. The, the man that's come such on, a put horrible example. It's, it might be. But the thing is, guess what? That that was oh, marriage. Depressing. No, it might be. See, that. See, you know what? That's it exactly, was. It's exactly why those silent generation women taught their, their girls to be what? independent independent right mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. guess what happened to marriage i think men also Ooh. encourage that too though no, men also yes. encourage oh, now that's a good point like men BGS, also encourage that you can't danny like how many fathers bgs encourage their daughters to be independent and not have to depend on nobody so they wouldn't be left on the side of the road or you know like how many fathers you know also insured 
Because my husband is like that. He got three daughters. He wanted to make sure his daughters would be good. You know why? You know why? Especially that was specifically for the black community. You know why that was specifically for the black community? Mm-hmm. What was it before 1940? Before maybe even 1950? What's the average lifespan of a black man? I don't know. 31. You know you 31. Oh. Okay. Oh. I know because I, I got asked this question by Obi. How come? Uh, how come uh, uh, black men are, are more? Uh, socialized to be stepfathers than any other group of people because mm. I asked Obi, is that a thing in Africa? He said, Hell no. I said, Why mm. do see, he said, Why do uh, I said, Why do uh, black women expect a uh, black culture expect black men to be stepfathers? He said, They want black men to uh, get less. I said, No, I said, The average lifespan, especially in the south, for a black man was 31 years old, right? And most of them died in their 20s. So if mama's got little ones, okay, she's got little ones, three, four, five uh, little ones, right? Her husband dies. What does she need? She need a man, don't she? Sure do. So so basically, so she need a man. She need a man to be slotted in, okay? That's how come. There's two things that, that I had to, I had to research and figure out. One, how come uh, most, most uh, it's tradition in, in black families for a woman to have more than one husband over a lifetime, more, more like three or four, okay? Mm. And... You know, and I said, because black men died, black men left. And so basically, you know, whatever it is, they didn't get along and they, they split parts. So they needed to slot a man in to her to her lifestyle to help, help take care of the family. And a black and, and, and basically the black men that left had to find another wife. So there's a lot of what I call husband and wife swapping. You know, it didn't suit me. So I go I go slot myself into some place else. We actually socialized to do that. And the second thing is was really funny because. Uh, my daughter actually, uh, my baby daughter actually said that because you look at a family tree, a family tree sending all these different last names, all these kids. She says, I, why do these kids have different last names? And then I realized, OK, the reason that black women give uh, their children the, the last name of the father is not to, to, uh, to actually uh, celebrate him. Basically, she wants to make sure that her offspring don't mix with somebody of the same blood. So if you mm. give them a last name, and this is common in the South, right? If two yeah. a men, a boy and a girl have the same last name, they say who your people is, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that y'all from the South, right? Who your people is, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the reason is to make sure that you're not banging your cousin, okay? Wow. That's why they give them last names. But but but, but uh, I'm trying to get on track where I was, okay? But that is, that, that is the reason for this. And that is the reason that black people are actually socialized completely differently and this is what i'm trying to get people to understand because uh because i'm, I'm hell i'm reading uh, clark and you, you don't want to hear what clark got to say about this shit. but um this 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 is this is a, a particular case in black in the black society and and basically this is a particular case of, of black people really marriages being uh, uh focused like this right and basically if you look at Troy, you look at Rose, and if you think that Rose was miserable, and that was the standard black marriage, okay, it's no wonder that when black women got the chance, you know, hey, I can't blame them. if I'm not happy, and I get a chance to bolt, and I don't have to be with this dude, I'm gonna same way they did, okay. So it's so women wonder, okay, well, why did marriage, black marriages, break up? Blah, blah. Okay, they did basically they didn't need to uh, be together and the th- second thing is is that how come black men are, are, are bolting from the black community right this country kept a cap on black men for you know for 400 years they could not marry anybody else without fear of death okay even now is the bearing outside your race is, is is risky okay even today 
it's, it's still risky because they find people in trees and shit like that even today that, that marry out but thing is is that really in the 1980s they and 1990s they, 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 the thing is <laughs> the thing is, is if you're held captive for long enough and, and black women have uh, this is <laughs> black women for, for so long have depended on a captive market for 400 years where black men could not go anywhere eventually they're going to say hey basically I, I, don't, I don't care what I do to him he's still going to be here and then when black men have taken on that attitude and when they don't realize that the cap has been taken off and black men, black men for the first time in 400 years really have a choice. They can, you know, they can pretty much uh, fairly much go anywhere, including anywhere in the world. And guess what they're going to do? Just same when the black women took their advantage in the 60s, when they got when the state came in and said, you ain't got to be with this dude. In fact, I can give you uh, give you an including amount of money to take care of your kids. They went, Pew! you know, that's what the money and scissors is all about. He didn't understand it. But Clark did. That's how we went to Clark and wrote the the Negro the Negro family. He actually based that off of Clark's work. Okay, they went pew. They left. Let me ask you this, BGS, real quick. When mm -hmm. you talked about the lifespan, were um because someone just sent me a question, what age, like what time frame were you talking about the lifespan being as short as like thirty one years? Oh, know, from, a lot. Of oh, from well, okay, from when they tracked it from um from basically emancipation until nineteen forty. Okay. And then, and still, the black men uh, are, are at the bottom as far as uh, as far as lifespan amongst everybody. Black men are at the bottom. In fact, black men. Why do you think there's such a big gap once you get past uh, age thirty? Okay, black men. This this uh, this environment for black men is is actually lethal. Black men start dying in their twenties. Okay, and not just because they're getting shot. Okay, uh, they die. They die of all kind of illnesses. A recent study came out that showed, yeah, black men at the bottom. I think average age was like sixty something. It's it's yeah yeah. It was it was sixty six? I think it's down to like sixty three or sixty two because of COVID. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm I'm not I'm not. What I'm saying is is that about marriage, and we talk about and because this I get this all the time, and this is a problem that I'm having, and this is a problem I'm having getting women to under, get and understand. All right. Marriage has to be sold, okay? It's a role that helps our society, helps our families. Marriage is a is a, is a way to organize people, okay? Mm -hmm. and, and women, especially black women, are going to have to figure out how you're going to sell this to men. Otherwise, you're going to keep getting the results that you're going to get. Okay, you can't sell that I want to be independent. I'm not going to get married at 30, and, and we got to be partners and work all this stuff out. And black, most black men know that crap don't work for the most part. I mean, you guys are rare. So you guys, you guys know that how rare you guys are, you know, um, doing this after the age of 35. That's yeah. not common. That's not that's not common at all. But I think it really did come from our socialization of mm -hmm. um, relationships because we we had examples in mm -hmm. front of us and mm -hmm. the women that tend to have the examples in front of them um do tend to get married at some point um, because I, I know quite a few women that are getting married that got married later on in life um uh, my best friend got both of my best friends actually got married after 30. um so you know but they actually had examples um in front of them so i i think that does make an absolute difference if you have an example in front of you especially a healthy example in front of you and then um, if you're not making the money, let's say you are um, lower middle class, um, marriage is a huge cheat code um, to get to the next level financially anyway. So yeah, I, I think well, that... Well, how come so few people that that well, level get married? Okay. 
say again? If that is the case, how come how, how come it's the upper the, the, the people that are upper class get married and people that don't? Well, they understand that that's that's a cheat code Um, because most people don't stop working, you know, um, in marriage. Most women still have to work in marriage. But if you have mm -hmm. two incomes versus one, Mm -hmm. you know, you get a lot more done. um, If that that is the case, how come you're not seeing the results on the ground? No, I I think that more uh, the upper class people are generally more married uh, than people uh, on the bottom so why is that he's if, saying if, why aren't people on the bottom the bottom getting married if, if oh, it's a cheat code to go to the oh, next level oh 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 that does make sense now um I, I think when you have a subsection of women that have a false sense of financial security okay. uh-huh. um she might be in debt up to her neck but uh-huh. she's still able to floss uh-huh. Uh-huh. then it's like no uh-huh. i still have this on the surface uh-huh. you can't this tell me but she has hundreds of thousands of, of dollars yeah. in debt. Ooh, absolutely can i clip, can I clip that part <laughs> and not only that not only that Black women, you know, continuously tout the talking points that, you know, black men can't compete. They can't keep up. And that's, you know, part of uh, because they see black men as competition, obviously, but they don't see black men as being successful. They don't see black men as bringing anything to the table. They don't see they don't value, you know, the the work that black men do and and the you know what black men and these are the women that you want black men to marry really really some of them still good no 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 I got it. Some of us still all right now. We ain't had to do that. That's all it is. She was a big old person. She's still good. Danny, don't kick the chair. Don't he wrong. Don't kick Child, Big don't Bertha kick is over there frying the chicken. I'm no, going no, no. to Mississippi Go today. Answer my Why? question, Concrete. I, I I don't have anything. I mean, you is it the same question you asked Danny? No, no, no. I, I asked you, is this? Mm-hmm. And so you said all that stuff, right, about all these mm-hmm. women, right, what they fit. They don't look at black men. They're, they're competition. They, they don't seem as successful. They don't blah, 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 right? And these are the women that you want these men to marry. Really? Yes, stand on this shit. Yeah. Okay, huh? why? Why? No, why? <laughs> why? 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 Um, why? Why? Okay, Danny, why? Just a few, okay, oh, just a few, I, I, I have okay. reasons. I have go reasons. Ahead. No, no, I want to hear. I want to hear. No, go it's, ahead. It's fire fire them all. I want to. I want. I want to hear. I want to hear this. There are this. a few good women still out yeah, there. Yeah. Literally, it, you have. 20%. You have yeah, pickmes right. that are literally popping themselves up to show you, like, hey, pick me. I have all these wonderful qualities and I see the value in men, and they can't even get a man. There are a few good, valuable women, and even the good and valuable women mm-hmm. can't find some they're not being marketed as marriageable and they're being overlooked and being viewed as unmarriageable simply because they're ABW women. So there's that. Um, you know, but most I, I, I like can time. understand. Most of the, the, the pickmes are married. You know, most of them are married. Like, well, well, well they married it. Not the ones in this space. Uh, do, <laughs> Not do, in you this ask, space. Did you ask the, do you ask the pickmes, do they want to get married? Oh, yes. The pickmes are very vocal about wanting to get married. Yeah, uh, okay. they're proponents okay. for marriage. So did they talk about their dating life? 
Because um, I know what, I know what they say online. What? It, it I know gets what they say to, online. You know what happens is when you are in this space, um, you know, they'll go, well, that's private. It's private. I keep my, my private life separate. You know. There's, there's, there's a couple things, and this is a couple things. This is why, I, for men, I wrote the octane levels, right? I wrote it for men, right? Okay, it's called a class system, okay? And sometimes, pygmies, even pygmies, think that because I'm a pygmy, because I'm agreeable, I should be able to transcend my class, okay? That's not always attainable, okay? And you know, in other okay. words, I might, I might not want to, I might want to get married, but I don't want to get married to the man in my class. So I'm going to be more agreeable. Maybe I can move up in class. Sometimes that happens. So I have to know the individual story. But what I want to know from Danny, why should men take stand on this, even though you have women that that think like most a lot of black women that think like what what uh, concrete was saying about how they think about black men. I want to know why. Um, for one, being that black people are the lowest um, or are closer to the, the lowest of the socioeconomic class, mm -hmm. that is one reason because uh, another part, another income is definitely beneficial to both parties. That's one. Um, number two, um, the search for in-house pussy. A lot of guys are not getting sex. And I think the numbers, uh, they said under 30% of men aren't having sex at all. Yeah. That is like that. So you have a, a you have somebody that she may not want to do it every night, but it's still more than what she was getting um in in your previous life. Number three, mm -hmm. um, uh, you still can have children with a certain age group of women, and a lot of men still do want to have children and to leave and build a legacy. Number four, if the woman is educated and she mm -hmm. is at a certain age, that mm -hmm. is still better for your children to be raised by somebody that does actually have an education. Um, number four, mm. um, shit, I don't You're really five. know. Five. I got some pushback no, for no, those. No, 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 no. There was okay. So, so in other words, what you're telling guys, if, if I'm, I'm accept that all those are valid points, right? I'm accept 100, mm -hmm. right? Okay. So we're telling guys. Put up with this shit. Be miserable with women that don't like you, don't respect you, and have settled for you, because right. because you're doing this for the culture, right? No, it's not a necessary. Stop. It's not a, you're, you're a, a thing of doing it for the culture. You are. So what are you doing it for? No, you're doing it for yourself because we're, we're we talk about men that have come from single mother raised households, and then we don't necessarily talk about the effects of those men versus what it looks like on the and, women's and, side. And, and, women, and women came from single raised households too. Yeah, but what I'm saying is we acknowledge we acknowledge what happens to women when they've come from single parent households. We have mm -hmm. not really acknowledged what happens to men when they oh, yeah, come from do. these we, same environments. Oh, oh, y'all make it seem like the, the no, no, men. No. No, no, measure no, no, way got, more no, than no, women. No, no, no. We got stats. In fact, they measure the men more than women. In fact, in addition, as as, like as as education, uh, prison mm -hmm. rates, uh, poverty rates. Uh, they talk mm -hmm. about uh, dissociative behavior, homelessness is all tied back to men raised in in, in uh, single family households. The, I Richard don't Reed think that that's a good Richard idea. wrote a whole section Ignore. about this in his latest book. Okay, there's there's tons and tons of stats, right? As as far as uh, as far as education, right? They can tell they can tell a, a, a black child by third grade where he's going to make it or not, and he also tell whether he's raised in single parent households, okay, mm. single female household. Basically, Monahan's been talking about this as far as black men uh, uh, since the sixties. They've been talking studying this for I a long time. I that damn Monahan report. But you but, know but, what? But, in, but, but, in addition to that, though, BGS, if, if, if you hate the Monahan report. 
hold on a second. If you, read, if, if you want to understand Monaghan Report, I'm actually going to send it to you, Danny. I, I, uh, listen, Dar I, I, no, I, I want to know what you on it. On it. I, uh, I've been telling no, Danny for three years have you, do you, that so we in need other words, to do a stream you know, on it. You know what black women do? They answer for you, okay? You know what I was getting ready to say. What were you getting ready to say? I was going to say, if you want to understand the Monterey Report, read Dark Ghetto by Clark, because that's what it's based on. You haven't even heard it. But the Tangle of Pathology, that came from Clark. Okay, And what, we, what we're experiencing right now is what Clark mm -hmm. talked about in, 60, in back in 1965. What he wrote about, about the, the pathology in, the, in what he called the urban black ghetto, that's the black mm -hmm. culture now, baby. He was right. Well, I wasn't trying to answer for you. I was letting yeah. you know that I have an interest in the Monaghan report because I want to dissect it because I disagree with parts of it. And I have not watched the entire video on the Moynihan report, read, but I would like to read it. Read, and if, um, if you don't want to read it, my last three videos on Clark and the Tangle of Pathology, look at those. Because I actually go through the book and point that stuff out about what's happening today. And even, even, your, even, even, um, um, even Marcus, keep it 100. Even though he disagrees with a lot of stuff I said, he said I can't, I can't disagree with your facts, BGS. I can't, mm -hmm. I, I, I can't dis disagree with the numbers. I don't like it, but I can't disagree with it. If, if you don't want to read the book, there's three videos I did about Clark and the Tango Pathology and, and the black and the, and the black matrix. He actually goes through this in detail. And Clark is, Clark is the one that did the doll test. Him and him and his wife did the doll test in the 40s. That was actually. Uh, that third grade marshal actually based uh, mm -hmm. the uh, what is it the Brown versus Board of Education? Okay, he did the doll test in the 40s. He's one of the foremost black psychologists that we've ever produced in the black community. Doesn't get the credit. If you want to understand the modern report, read uh, Clark's book Dark Ghetto. Okay, you'll learn it's, it's everything that, that Monahan said about the black community. Clark said it before. That's where he got it from. I'm going to check out your videos. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Feisty uh, go Goddess. She says, if the women overseas are so much better, why mm. aren't the men overseas marrying their own women? Oh. That's, that's, that's an easy question. Is is that, uh, and me, me and Nameless have to do a video on this, right? Uh, as the labor participation rate goes up for women and they work outside the home, the marriage rates is going to go down, okay? Uh, that is not just, uh, it's not just uh, in, in Latin America. It's also in... Um, in Korea, and it's also happening right now. It's happening in Africa as infrastructure and uh, and and uh, technology come into a place, and women are uh, number one. Like you say, marriages. We think marriage is sacred. It's not. It's a way to organize people. And as these if these environments come in, you're going to get the same results. So it's an. So it's not black. Thing. It's not black folks' it's fault black that our matrix. What I'm saying is black black people uh, because of of the damage that was done to our. Our, our our subculture we're a creative subculture mm -hmm. under har our very harsh conditions so we're way more susceptible to it than other people are groups will actually follow us later like like look at the latin look at the latino um uh, uh out of wedlock birth rates right it was mm -hmm. very low right it's it's mm -hmm. it's, it's damn near in the 60s right okay because you have because the environment uh, over time will actually change the way the women operate you're gonna so what's gonna have to happen they're gonna have to find a different agreement about marriage and, and marriage and kids and stuff like that, uh, which is <laughs> what 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 the uh, what what uh, the government is doing is, is struggling, trying to keep the the birth rate up to at least be even and keep keep people together. And they're trying to figure this out. But the thing is, the environment is the environment is not really letting them. Uh, 
what women want, what men want, as far as is, is this arrangement is different. And mm-hmm. what's what's which is what's and what's really happening is that uh, uh, which is why Richard Reeves is writing this book is why it's so important. Why he's focusing on the manifesting the black ministry, especially is because which, what happens to any society. Right. If you can't incentivize the men to actually dedicate themselves and work and participate in the society, it's going to it's actually going to decline in, in, in the, and dissolve. It's, it's going to decay. And what you that. what you have in all over the world is is men not believing in this in this new mechanized society and, and and what really was happening with with the guys not having sex and i i, I actually asked this to a guy that's a z and he's an athlete he was mm-hmm. saying that a lot a lot of his he's a basketball player he knows a lot of basketball players he said a lot of these guys even though they're getting sex thrown at them are not taking it because they don't want they don't want to be involved they don't want the the burden of a relationship and i'm finding that out a lot with the z so which what's happening is that one guys are not as socialized as well as they should be to deal with women and two you're getting different women what a lot of guys uh, are finding out they're going monk they don't want to participate i'm not participating in that because the uh the the uh the emotional labor i have to do for a woman is too heavy they don't want to do that okay yeah we I, see i i after after i was just talking about this last night um on edwards okay um uh basically um to keep a modern woman happy, one you got it. You're gonna have to kiss her ass. You got to do emotional labor, and you're gonna keep her entertained. And the biggest killer, especially in black uh, marriages, is boredom. Women get black women get uh, divorced because they get bored, because yeah. the drudgery, the drudgery of of marriage and relationships and kids and kind of that kind of stuff. Unless you are locked into a role and locked into duty, you're gonna get bored. And guess what you're gonna do? You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna uh, toss that guy. Yeah, but you uh, think because it's higher because. rates than other races, though. Huh? You think black women get bored at higher rates than other races? Because because black because black women, black women are socialized completely different than and different than other races. In fact, my mentor she said that she she told me that uh, God fifteen years ago she said black men and women are actually organized in reverse order of what she called nature. She's the first person I ever heard say that. And that's why that's why I started looking at it because she said it. I said, "Huh, I never heard. It. I I never heard, it, especially from a black woman." And she she's she actually counsels been counseling couples at that time for like over uh, over twenty years. And she said that. So I started investigating. That's where I get it from. I didn't just pull this out of my behind. She said it. So I started looking and said, "She's actually absolutely right." So we started looking at the literature. We're socialized differently. We're we are actually socialized to be a matriarchal people. Mm-hmm. Even though even though women don't black women, especially black women, don't want to admit it. We're actually a matriarchal people. That's why I come came up with yeah. the word gynocracy. OK. And so it's so <laughs> it is so strange because I hear so many guys say the exact same thing, and especially if they date others. Right. They don't act like our women. They do other things that our women don't blah, blah, you know, on and on and on and on and on. I said, I said, you have to understand that. We're socialized differently. That's how, that's another reason why black women have problems when they try to integrate with another culture is because they're expecting the the, uh, the culture to work the same way that theirs did. And they're figuring out, my, oh, shit. OK, black culture don't operate the way these people operate. Okay, it's completely different. OK, that's why I, I played that stuff from the couple of chicks from, that went to Ghana, right, as independents mm-hmm. to try to date. And she was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Okay, this don't work the same way it did back home because right. because because black men and women actually socialize differently, which is which yep. is a problem. 
So so if it does, if it's that way, and black women are always more independent from their women, their men, period. And the only reason they stay with their men is because we cut this deal to survive or to, you know, uh, to help each other. Right. What happens when when black women don't need help from their men? What's going to happen? The same thing that happened to other races of women when they don't need help. But the thing is, the thing is, is that we got to remember welfare and all these, these help tactics were actually designed for white women. Black women didn't get it to 30 years later. Okay, yeah. how come white women didn't follow the same track before? Because they were socialized differently. Yes. Um, when you break down a family structure and you are socializing people in two different ways, we weren't really socialized about the yeah. importance of family and family being the backbone and structure of a community. Um, we were told we could do it on our own. And we've been yes. told this by generations of yes. people that yes. told us we could do it on our own. Yes, 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 you have. And, and, and this is by design. This is a survival yeah. tactic. But the, but the thing is, guess what we are? But the things uh, we experienced it first, what they're realizing is that the other cultures will catch, will catch up later because it's structural. But black people are going to see it first. And basically, after the boomers, uh, boomers die off, watch, them, watch the uh, marriage rates, uh, the percentage of marriages tumble because yep. boomers, boomers really are the last vestiges of what we call a traditional black family. After yep. that, it's gone. That's true. I, I, I absolutely agree but, with that. But, but the thing is, is that well, what I said, when I wrote in it that you guys are actually, uh, it's, it's actually a, a, a commercial for what, for red pill. Okay. <laughs> you guys don't realize it. You said you, you're giving the facts and y'all think we're doing this because we hate women. All we're doing is giving the facts. And no, I, I don't think people, I actually don't think it's because y'all hate women. I, I don't think that at all. Um, mm -hmm. There are things that have broken down in our structure, period, mm -hmm. that need to be identified and, you know, they, resolved they, if there's I, ever to be any resolve. I, they, I don't they, think it's because they, 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 they identified it. The same things that Richard Reeves is talking about in 2022 with his book, Boys and Men, not only for black, but also white boys. OK, mm -hmm. the same thing that Clark and Monahan was saying back in the 60s, the exact same thing. If you go back and read, don't listen to it. Go back and read it for yourself and study it. Like my my, my Nazi teacher used to tell me, you got to study your material. You can't, can't just read it. You got to study your material. Right. Go back mm -hmm. study it. the same things that Monahan and Clark were saying back in the 60s. They're saying now, 60 years later, that they, in, in fact, uh, uh, Reeves said the exact same thing. Monahan was right. We should have listened to him back then. Monahan was right about the black family. Should have listened to him back then. Okay. Mm -hmm. what, what, what Monahan Clark said about the black family, even though we we're like, I think the marriage rate was like 90%, 80, 90%. Okay. He said, if you don't handle this kind of stuff and get the, get, uh, 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 actually get black men and black women together, you're going to lose, you're going to lose th these people and they're going to, the, the tangle pathology that's in the uh, in, in what you call, I think, of the lower twenty percent of of the urban ghetto is going to spread, going to spread throughout the whole culture. That's what he said. That's what Monahan tried to say with with the tangle pathology. And yeah. and what 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 Clark also said. He said if you don't, if you let the black uh, culture metastasize inside a society, it's going to drag the rest of the society down with it. So you see, so the same kind of negative behavior that you see that was we actually uh, talk about in the black culture, white girls are doing the exact same thing. It's dragging the whole culture down. Okay. And that's yeah. the whole thing. And now it's not just dragging the whole culture. It's spreading itself throughout the whole world now. It's not just here. Yeah. As these things, as, as technology and infrastructure actually spread, these ideas spread right along with them. How, do you, how are you going to handle it? Chinese are having a hell of a time. 
you know, they have to, Chinese are cracking down on this kind of stuff because they're trying. Why to, does it uh, seem like black men don't acknowledge that it happens in other cultures? Like we're the they, only ones that. No, they do. They do acknowledge that it happens in other cultures. Thing is, is that, is that, even 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 though that is happening in other cultures and other places, they're still 30, 40 years behind black people, especially black women. Okay. Black women are ahead of everybody. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the West is, is, is right in sync, right? Uh, third world is actually 30 years behind, actually 30 years behind. They're still socialized to mm -hmm. be a certain way. Okay. They don't socialize women in the West to be that way anymore. Yeah. And it's not, it's, but it's everybody not, blames black women like we're infecting their women. I've heard literally men in this space say if black women get their stuff together, that women of other um, groups will follow suit. If you have the thing is that I'm finding because I'm talking, you know, with daily to so many uh, people that study PhDs, is I'm finding that we're listening to a lot of people that are unstudied. And yeah, just saying stuff. Absolutely, we take, we, we're taking what they say is gospel. Okay, and uh, when when I'm when, so when I hear people say stuff like, "Okay, man, cite your source. Where you get that from?" You find out that's just their okay, their, you're their right. Idea. Yeah. And I and I and I've I, I, you know I've argued with Obsidian and a whole bunch of other people that it's not. I said it's not just black people. In fact, I always, you guys heard me. I said uh, in, in on the globe, what's the biggest out of wedlock birth rate on the planet? You know, is it black women? No, no, Colombia, eighty-five yep. percent. Yep. I've heard you say that, yeah. And they and they're shocked, okay? So yeah, they they blame black women. You know why they blame black women? You really want to know? Yeah, I would like to do, hear your thoughts. What do black women promote? Okay, what do they promote? Especially, especially ratchetry. Ratchetry. <laughs> so, and, you know, if you look at if you, if you look at uh, uh, interracial marriage, okay, uh, basically scandals not a thing amongst black black men. Who's it the thing among? black women right look at bridgington mm -hmm. okay what's her name she she's made a ton of money off of interracial marriage feeding black Ronda women Ronda yeah. she, made, she made a ton of money feeding black women what they what they desire okay and it's not new okay she have you watched uh from scratch yet bgs from scratch no okay um from it? scratch is another uh coming of age um divestor's dream uh show so i, I want you to um, check that out when you get a chance. Um, now the, it starts off a bit slow, but it starts yeah. to speed up it's pretty a, well. It's a divestor's dream, and the reason it's a divestor's dream is because it's not new. Because uh, uh, basically, Clark's. You know, I, I wondered where. Uh, what's her name? Uh, what's her, what's the feminist name? I always forget. Okay. Uh, um, actually, compared to uh, what Clark said is to what she said, huh? No, she died. What's her? I'm trying to remember her name. Um, God. It'll come to me. I always, I, I, it's a block I have with her. But anyway, Clark said that it, that uh, black women actually desire to move up in class and status by marrying white men. She said the same thing thirty years later. Okay? It's not new. Okay. The, mm -hmm. the reason, the reason that the reason that it doesn't happen is because white men refuse to marry them. Right. You got fifteen percent of 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 of, of births that are nine that don't come from black men okay mm -hmm. but nobody talks about where the marriages actually correlate with those two million uh, uh kids that are that are that are born by non-black men where the marriage actually correlate that black men black women should actually be more married than black men how come they're not even though they're having more kids by non-black people i think it's because black women can still get all the benefits of a relationship by just having kids 
and not having to not necessarily the relationship but you can have kids still be independent quote unquote um still live the life of freedom that you want to live versus mm -hmm. being tied um to somebody in well there a you marriage. go well you just yeah. said it better than i could that's yeah. why marriage marriage is dissolving they're gonna have to figure this out because uh otherwise it's gonna well when black basically I've, I've said that basic marriage is pretty much done in the black community once the boomers die it's fairly done unless black people can actually figure this out yeah and, and, and black women do are not really on board to try to figure this out they want all no um you know the culture has declined in, in in so many ways um and especially if you have black women competing with black men and not being told that either both sides are being told that the counterpart isn't good enough anymore and so yeah i just think I, it's, I, it's I, a dumb I, 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 there's a reason i talk to professors how how are these kids being taught i talk to teachers how are these how are these women are being taught and uh that is the reason that you have this uh black male agenda okay because this is this is a really serious thing okay this that's why it's reached all the way to uh into the political class they know it's a problem okay everybody knows it's a problem and everybody knows that and even the feminists know it's not coming from the men. We'll, we keep looking at the men, the men, the men, the men, the men, the men to solve this problem. I, I've always said this. That's why that's why I had to kind of separate myself from from the uh, the pro black community, which I love and was with for like 30, 40 years. Still in yeah. it. I still yeah. got partners. I just had a, a, a partner from uh, Seoul, Korea that I used to go back and forth with back in the back 10 years ago. Um, yeah, more than 10 years ago. Right. He just uh, hit me up on Skype. I'm still connected. So the thing is, people say, you know what you're talking about. I, I definitely do. OK, because the two people that I'm associated with, they know everybody in this community. The only person that really probably knows more is 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 in Atlanta with you guys. And that's a that's a, a bitter truth. Masante Bay, because his father ran the books or the, the tapes came out of. Okay? Yeah, we know the same people. We know it's connected. So people come at me about I don't know what I'm talking about. I do. I just don't talk about it because I don't really want to reveal them. Okay, I could. I could go really go on the on the. Uh, that's like I'm, I can call the uh, the conscious community or the pro black community a matriarchy because it is, and, and women do run it, and they will punish you. Yeah. Step out of order. Well, BGS, we are getting ready to wrap right. this up. And, I'm so glad you came through. Y'all, y'all, you guys. And I would like to say, to say you guys get like I'm I don't know who says you don't know what you're talking about. You guys, you, got, you guys getting 100 percent game right that you ain't go here no place else please donate to these folks right i'm 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 giving away my time right now so i'm giving away my time donate to these people okay donate oh. to this channel because i gave you i gave you like a 50 dollars consultation okay people will spend more than that to talk to me just to say what i'm saying okay donate to these people okay i, I can get way more money doing this someplace else trust and believe okay absolutely thank you bgs uh check out my videos on clark okay we will we will okay. um i pulled up the book so i actually want to get the book and read uh, it in. you know you know how much that book costs now since i started talking about it like 20 dollars when i looked it up or something, something. Is, you find it for 20 you should email it to people because they're looking for it dark ghetto yeah um oh. it is a 15.89 at thrift books okay um and hold on because on yeah, amazon that's it's thrift books Amazon is 200. Oh, geez. Let me order it right now from Thrift you Books. You I don't mind a used book. <laughs> you better. It's the only way you're going to get it because it's like it's 200 at, uh, on Amazon. Okay. Gotcha. We'll do.
Well, thank you so much, BGS. All right. All right, y'all. I know I had you. to. I, 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 I didn't even ring the belt. I just ring wrong common sense. Yeah, you should have brought belt. your belt. <laughs> thank you. Appreciate no, no, I didn't, ha I didn't have to. We love when you come through. I, I didn't have to because I asked her that question. She didn't have nothing to say. Like, okay. No, 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 no. I was listening and taking it all in. When you said that, you know, I ain't had nothing to uh, respond to after that. Like, what was I supposed to say? I love my girls. All right. All right, y'all. Thank you, BGS. Appreciate you. All did you right. see those? Did you miss those other? No, I, I read those oh. and you skipped down to the bottom, child. I'm about to read them. Uh, shout out to Naima Buckner. She says, Hey, my beautiful brown bunnies. Thank you, Naima. Shout out to Black Wizard. He says, Relationships are central to life. Everything you can do by yourself is more fulfilling with a family. I'd rather my daughter find a long term partner and figure out the logistics with him than wait and miss having a family. Um, thank you so much for that, Black Wizard. I, I think this is the way to absolutely. Yeah. Um, a shout out to Uncle Stu, old man on the block, and he meant BGS. I've been trying to interview you, sir. I'm still supporting the show. Um, that would be a really good interview to see between you guys. I would love to see that. Absolutely. Um, a shout out to B with your messy butt. He says, Y'all, you two <sighs> stepdad gonna whoop y'all. <laughs> y'all so messy. He messy and as hell. A shout out to Marvel 318. He says, great topic, ladies. Salute to y'all. Um, thank you so much for that. And I think I got. I'm just scrolling. Okay, we got one more. Uh, shout out to Azriel, a first of his name. You're right. Y'all stay single. Y'all just come with dead, bad attitudes and hypertension. The average marriage doesn't even oh. last seven years anyway. Oh. Wow. That's on the men and the women, child. Y'all, y'all are products products of your environment, honey. It did Ooh. not escape you. Mm. Um, and that is it. Um, shout out to everybody that came through and supported us. We are always grateful. Um, you know, we love doing the show. It was, it was a good show. What are your thoughts, Connie? Absolutely. This uh I enjoyed the show. Thank you guys so much for supporting us. This was a nice lunchtime show. Um, just to break it down, give our opinions on why eight women, you women in the US, age 18 to 25, should not get married. I think we laid the foundation for our reasoning. I stand behind my position. And BTS actually supported what we said. And I agreed with what he said about when people knowing themselves around 30, which supports that psychology today study if you're looking to marry a woman in the U.S. And there are some exceptions to the rule. If you have a woman that's socialized for marriage and, you know, she is marriage-minded, you can find a woman within that age range. Just make sure her mind is right and she has her head on straight. So, uh, yeah, um, I stand behind. I said what I said. Yeah, and I stand behind it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, well, shout out to you guys. Also, big special shout out to BGS for pulling up on us for this lunchtime special, honey. Um, y'all hit the like button, share the video. This is a good one to share. Definitely special shout out to BGS. 
Absolutely. Yes. Special acknowledgement to BGS. We were not trying to trample over him. I think knowing that we had a, a you know special two hour time slot to get everything in and trying to also get in there and ask questions about what he was saying or get clarity on what he was saying at the same time. Uh, definitely much respect to him. And we always appreciate him stopping through and giving us some sound words of wisdom as he always blesses us with. Y'all know how we feel about him. So there's that. Yup. Um, well, you guys make sure y'all hit the like button and subscribe and we will see you guys on the next one. We are out.